Welcome, welcome, everybody, all the listeners around the world. Jutech JT the Don and leader of the flock back again for Enlightened Sounds episode three. Again, huge shout out to the people that have been listening so far. It does not matter what platform, as long as you are supporting. I mean, that's that's the greatest thing ever. We can't ask for anything else. So again, you know, we are hoping that this does pop off even more. But again, we appreciate all the people that that at least checked us out so far. Uh, we were supposed to get a guest. We were supposed to get AB Smooth, but due to crazy time conflicts, it wasn't able to happen. But we hope to get him on episode four. So again, shout out to AB Smooth. We know that you want to be a part of this conversation, but we understand that life happens. So that being said, man, again, shout out to everybody that uh, has been listening everywhere. And let's get started with episode four. So as always, starting off with the notable new releases that came out last friday uh boss like we mentioned before milky way oh my god just amazing i can't wait i can't wait to tell the next episode to talk about this in detail but i would love to say right now like dreamville was doing some really really big things i feel like boss personally is number two in dreamville as far as like lyricists I would like to see a little bit more. I, I feel like it's coming though, definitely in Dreamville. Cause I mean, you got JID, you got Earth Gang, you got Kaz who came out with his stuff as well. Uh, but I feel like Boz is like one of the rappers that can go toe to toe with J Cole. I feel like he's underrated in that aspect. Cause obviously Cole is number one, but I feel like Boz definitely holds his own. So again, I can't wait to talk about that one. But amazing album, and we'll get into more detail on that on the next episode. Uh, Jeremiah and Ty Dolla Sign were supposed to come out with a collaboration album or project, but I unfortunately did not see anything. But somebody who did come out with something is E40. E40 is supposed to come out with three albums before the end of the year. So he came out with the first of three, wow. and this is called The Gift of Gab. This man is still working. It doesn't matter whether you like him or hate him. He's a legend, especially in the Bay. Nobody ever said anything bad about him in the Bay Area. And yeah. <laughs> so yeah. we we got yeah, two more somebody, coming from somebody him. did that before they tried yeah they, they tried more. to check uh-huh yeah, i mean it almost having a biggie oh yeah yeah you see how he got checked he had to mm-hmm. yeah he had to uh get <laughs> he had to definitely yeah. uh get his stamp show so. coming over there yeah exactly so like i said don't mess with you 40 man he's definitely a legend out there in the bay so uh that came out i gave that one a listen as well so we'll talk about that one as well next episode uh did you get a chance to listen to boss i listened to maybe like four songs four songs okay. so i didn't i didn't get a chance to listen to all of it yet, okay so. but, but you know i'll be ready for exactly exactly so yeah so that's uh that's a new release as far as the hip-hop world that came out last friday uh, let's get into the next section, the music news. Uh, it's a little bit light, but again, I like this one because the last episode we talked about the 2K soundtrack, and now the live demo is out for Live 19. They also released their soundtrack list for NBA Live 19. So it's nice to compare and contrast, see whether we like stuff or not. Now, EA, they typically go a lot with the new school type of tracks. I know that 2K kind of dabbles in the old school. Again, it depends on who they actually have curating it because EA, to my knowledge, they don't have curators like 2K does. But with this one, we definitely got a lot of new school stuff. So I'm going to go ahead and read down the list real quick. And then we'll go ahead and discuss whether we like this one more than the 2K soundtrack. So starting off, we have 24 hours. If you're not sure 24 hours is, it's actually... um actually made in tokyo's uh the cousin of brother i forgot it which one but it, they're related they're related in some form of fashion so they got lie detector i'm not really really um familiar with 24 hours like all these individual tracks but i've heard them on feature tracks and he's all right he's all right um so we got that song on there got a boogie with a hoodie mia featuring cap g we got big sean and metro booming go legend featuring travis scott we got black milk could it be famous Dex, japan Flip De Niro, Leave Me Alone, Entry Reserve, See You Sweat, J. Cole, Sweat, J. Critch and Harry Fraud, Thousand Ways, Logic, 44 More, Max O'Cream, Bust Down, Migos, Notice Me, featuring Post Malone, Nipsey Hustle, Last Time That I Checked, featuring YG, Fresher, Teamwork, featuring Filthy Rich, and the rest of Sean, Rico Nasty, Counting Up, Schoolboy Q, X, featuring Two Chains of Saudi, 
Shaka, Heart the Weekend, T Grizzly, Two Vaults featuring Lil Yachty, Thud Most, Ride With Me, and Trouble Come Through with White, uh, Mike Will Made It featuring The Weeknd. So, Flock, after hearing that list, does it compare? I know that we said that we weren't really filling the 2K list, but if you had to compare, if you had to listen to one of them, would you take live over 2K this season? <laughs> it's a tough one, man. Mainly because I'm so I'm so disappointed because they just had a chance. Because 2K made it so easy for them to just just to win that that little small battle as far as the soundtrack, like they've done the last previous games. Because it wasn't a contest of which soundtrack was better. The last two games that came out, mm-hmm. live was clearly hands down the better uh, soundtrack. This one is a lot closer because. They they catered towards you know the uh, the different crowd like they didn't they didn't they didn't I don't know what they were aiming for but I, I feel like they missed the mark I don't know what they were aiming for but you can definitely tell they missed the mark so I don't know they they didn't have a curator thing and I'm glad they they steer clear of that but um, I don't know I just I feel like if I had to if I was forced to listen have to listen to one or the other I think I could probably stomach lives soundtrack just a little bit, bit more than i could 2k interesting i'm actually surprised about that well just, i thought you would have said 2k this time Nah, because because there is songs on there like with, with 2k's i can only think of maybe two songs that i could listen to like regularly and be like okay but the rest of them uh was like eh. with with um with lives i could still it's still like three or four songs that you know it's, it's okay Mm. That I that I personally don't have a problem with, okay. but it just sound like everything else that you listen to that's all over internet and all over radio and stuff. Just, anything like that, man, I kind of like stay away from. Nah, uh, okay. I would actually, I think I would take 2K, even though like I didn't really like it as much as other years. I would probably still take 2K. I did kind of like live soundtrack, but when I was playing the demo, and this was just a demo, I already got tired of the soundtrack, like, and that was barely even playing 30 minutes. Just heard the same song over and over and over, and I already have so many songs on my playlist as well, so I wasn't trying to necessarily listen to it again, so I was like, N- you know what, like, it's already time, I'm about to just play it's my own Spotify songs either. Nah, it's, it's actually pretty short, uh, think about it, just looking back at it, and that's probably why, again, I heard the same songs over and over and over, and I was like, nah, you know what, I'm good, I'm, I'm already tired of this, so I can probably stomach 2 k nineteen. I think you were tired of the game. <laughs> I mean, you may, <laughs> may be right with that one, too. I ain't gonna, I ain't gonna say that I wasn't. Definitely not gonna say that I wasn't, but I think I'm gonna go 2K this year, because uh, definitely last year, I, I would have said live hands down, but this one... Uh, 2K, you know, at least with Travis Scott, you know, he chose a couple of old school Houston hits or Texas hits, and I think that that was a little bit better um, for my for my taste. But uh, I mean, it's not going bad anyways because I'm I'm muting both soundtracks because <laughs> like it's already muted lives and that was just a demo, so I'm muting 2K as well when that comes out in a couple of weeks. But again, yep. like, let us know if uh, if you were messing with live soundtrack or 2K, we would love to hear your opinions on such and uh, also. Let us know which one is you're getting, even though I pretty much already know the answer to that. Most of y'all will be getting 2K, but uh, we may get some surprise if you do end up checking out Live 19. And if you haven't, just check out the demo. I mean, it's free, so might as well, especially because the uh, 2K demo comes out this week. So you'll at least have something else to play until that comes out. So uh, moving on, new news, Joe Budden, man. Joe Budden is winning. It's crazy how you go from being on everyday struggle with Complex going through all of that stuff they don't want to pay you you end up getting off of that you already got your own podcast which you end up calling it to joe budden podcast after all you know getting with some people you actually like and can rock with and can relate to that ends up blowing up more in my opinion everyday struggle more people like we're checking out the joe budden podcast and people just kind of forgot about everyday struggle he was talking like immediately after that he was talking to diddy last year like as soon as that stuff happened that he wanted to get on revolt but we didn't hear anything else until last week uh, now the joe budden podcast will be exclusively on spotify so you know that man maury and um rory and mal excuse me are getting to the back now and also along with that he will be coming out with a revolt show called the uh thing the state of State of the Union. State of culture. Yeah, state of the culture, my bad. Yeah, state of the culture. So he's coming out with that one as well. So, I mean, this man is doing some really big things. And that's crazy. Like, 
a lot of rappers like when they say that they retire they don't want to do music anymore they just kind of fall off you don't really see them doing any other ventures but joe budden really made this work and people really care about his opinion the ties have really really shifted like a lot of people thought that joe budden was like an asshole he was just a snob that he was a a grumpy older man that did not like anybody in the industry or whatever but then the ties have shifted and people actually care about his opinions more and they realized that he was right everything that he was saying about the music industry was right mm. and we talked about that at first and uh, a lot of people in our chats they like to call flock the joe budded of gi because of your music opinions as well mm -hmm. so so i know that you can relate more uh more with joe budden and his opinions uh but yeah man like joe budden is really really doing big things i'm so glad that he was able to like still find a way to be relevant in music industry without rapping he doesn't have to necessarily do a venture that does not have anything to do with music he could still do what he's passionate about and people still care about his opinion at the end of the day so this man's definitely getting to the bag salute joe budden i can't wait to uh to see what's going on with the state of the culture um joe budden podcast is already good but it's gonna be exclusively on, on spotify now so i know i used to i, I know one thing and I, again i'm not sure about this if they're still going to have the video excerpts of the joe Budden podcast because that's what i used to listen to i never really used to listen to it on anything else so i don't know if they're going to continue doing that because they didn't really specify if they're going to do that but i know like it's not going to be on in audio form it's not going to be on uh on soundcloud or anything else anymore it's going to be directly on spotify so uh flock did you actually like pay attention to the joe Budden podcast you listen to any episodes yeah i listen to it I'm, okay. i've always been a fan of his like okay. Since I first heard him, like I, I think the first time I actually heard him was around the time, um, well, that uh, Def Jam game came out. Cause yeah. I would always like be like, who is this guy? Who is this guy? Who is this guy? You know, I would always check and listen to him. And then, like on, uh, I believe it was Fight for New York, he had a song at the end. Like I already knew about the pump up it up. I wasn't really a big fan of that, you know. What yeah. saying? Cause I wasn't like no dance head and stuff. Like you know, you got served and all that. But that's that's fine and all. But once I heard the song at the end of uh, Fight for New York, to come and take a walk with me you listen to that song it was like yo this dude is really nice he really like really walking walking you to through this story so you know i thought i thought that was a dope song and ever since ever since then i've been checking for him and i've always been a fan through that and you know slaughterhouse and of course you know he he's never been afraid to like open himself up you know to the people and, and say hey look i had issues you know i was doing this i was in rehab i was you know i, I you know i'm human you know so anybody who can who could do that put their flaws out there on the table still be dope i'm 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 i'm, I'm a fan definitely yeah, a fan definitely um, i commend when him. you were saying yeah when you were saying that stuff about you know people you know doing this i remember everybody and they mama was all uh oh if you hate hater call him joe button pussy you know what yeah. i'm saying all that oh all you yeah you you hit the nail on the head with the yeah you know they called me i was thinking that too i'm like it's funny how opinions change and you say something so much and then everybody starts realizing that the shit you saying it may come off aggressive and harsh but when you realize it's really reality then it's like oh people changing their tone about it. i remember everybody's oh yeah oh i only watch for academics and then yeah. they start realizing that academics was a fucking cornball it's true they realized he, he got a exposed cornball. yeah yeah they realized how corny he was and that button was really that dude was really telling nothing but the truth People didn't want to hear it, but it was the truth. Now everybody, look, look what happened to you know everyday struggle. That shit is tanking. You know, what I'm saying it's tanking now. They can't even keep a co-star. Yeah, nobody wants to be around that man because you know because because of the cornballism that's going on with that show. I mean, so Button is doing his thing, man. Everybody messing with him. Everybody like now likes and respects his opinion, and I'm happy for the brother. I really am. I can definitely if anybody can relate to him, I is me. <laughs> absolutely absolutely so again huge shout out to joe Bunny man for uh for the moves that he's been making it's finally getting the respect that he deserves in my opinion and yeah man to all the other people that you know your opinion suddenly changed uh y'all need to get it together because he was right the whole time he was right the whole time i understand that y'all new cats don't necessarily respect or care about what the old heads are saying or care about the craft that goes into rapping and making music period but i feel like you need to you need to start disrespecting the old cats because again they paved the way to what the new cats are doing right now and real talk they still running it like yeah. look at the look at the hip-hop outlet if you want to go to hot 97 the whole um 
the whole deal over there. Who who's 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 the gatekeepers over there? Funk Flex and who else? Uh, what's the old man Ebro, right? Yeah. These dudes are in their forties. I uh, mean, then you go to um, you go to what? Uh, the Breakfast Club. High one hundred four. Yeah. Breakfast Club. DJ Envy. And Lee is in her forty. Envy is in his forties. Charlemagne is like thirty eight. You know what I mean? You got Angie Martinez. Yeah, you got Angie Martinez, who's in her 40s. You know what I'm saying? These are hip-hop staples, yo. Like, it, it, you not you go to Sway, you go to the West Coast on, on Sirius XM. Big Sway boy? is in his 40s. Big boy. Big boy is probably 50. You get what I'm saying? So it's like, you can't disrespect. Like, I understand that some dudes kind of like dismiss the, young, the younger cats, and it's not right. But for people to just hurry up and say, oh, man, these old heads don't know what they talk like know what hip-hop was and they just don't want to see it die because of trends you know what i'm saying like the hip-hop artists people then they they were trendsetters you know what i'm saying they weren't following trends they set them so as far as like clothes you were the, the way you talk the way you carried yourself it was always somebody that was a trendsetter that people wanted to be like it was like people wanted to do their own thing and blaze their own trail now everybody just want to do what everybody else is that shit is corny it's just corny to me facts 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 so yeah, yeah. That being said, man, let's uh let's get to the album reviews this week. Mm-hmm. So we got three of them this time. We are going to start off with Young Thug Slime Language. Young Thug Slime Language. So uh, I just I want to bring up a disclaimer. I am not a huge Young Thug fan. Me neither. And I was sitting there looking back at his uh his albums and his mixtapes, and I was like, man, like did I really even like this song? The these songs that were on here. Probably the project that I could stomach the most was either Slime Language, uh, no, it's not Slime Language, Slime Season 3 and Jeffrey, uh, that concept album. He actually had a couple of hits on there that I like, but I was actually like listening to the rest of them. I'm like, man, like, I don't really like Young Thug like I thought I did. It's only like a few songs here and there that I could stomach, and then like when he's featured on something, then that's when I really liked it. Now, enter Slime Language. Now, Slime Language to me was more like young thug and friends as far as an album it wasn't really so much him and i understand like artists do this like i can i can tell you like how many times gucci Mane has put on so many rappers i mean gucci Mane put on young thug like let's let's be honest like gucci Mane put on so many people and young thug was one of those cats that like i was hearing them on early songs i was like man like dang who was that like he used to rap so different and then he ended up finding his sound and he obviously he was influenced by other people but then he found his own unique sound and now like he's in turn like fathering these other cats that are coming in after him and he decided to what i feel like on this album uh put them on a little bit more so ended up really not being a full young thug album ended up being young thug like more of a collaboration album so with this one it's 15 songs and has features from Duke, Carlay, Hydora, Tracy T, Gunna, Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, Lil Key, gee, just Lil, 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 Lil with all that one. Jaquees, Trap Boy, <laughs> Freddy, Strick, Dolly, and Nechi. And I'll tell you right now, the only people that I know from that list already is Duke, Gunna, Lil Baby, Lil Uzi Vert, and Jaquees. I don't know everybody else, so... I'm assuming that these are people that are not really well known and these are people who you're trying to put on which again I'm not mad at when you when you get up to that certain point you want to put other people on and who knows maybe one of them will blow because that's the same thing that happened when Young Thug when Gucci Mane put him on here I didn't like him at all then and then uh then he came out with Stoner and stuff and that's when he really started popping off so with this one being said um my favorite songs on here and and this was kind of hard for me to even choose uh but I like It's a Slime and I like Chanel. And it's a slime had Lil Uzi Vert on there. And then Chanel had Gunna and Lil Baby. So, I mean, it's really not much to it as far as like different sounds. It really just is kind of like more of the same. As far as Young Thug is concerned, you're going to get those uh those really high, high pitched sounds there. You're going to get the uh the melodies or whatever. You're going to get the the slurs, the mumble rapping, like everything that you think about Young Thug. When you think about Young Thug, like it's, it's in this album. When you just have other people who you may not have heard of before, besides maybe the people who I mentioned. I'm sure those are probably the same people that the listeners will be knowing about as well. Or maybe, maybe not even all of them, but at least Lil Uzi Vert. And maybe Jaquees if nobody else If you didn't know who Gunner Lil Baby was So I mean like I said it's really Not that much 
to talk about as far as like from song to song because they kind of just start rolling together uh, not necessarily a bad thing if you are a young thug fan but if you're really trying to like break stuff down like it's it's not really really much different so uh like I say it was kind of hard for me to listen to because i was like man this song sound like this song this song sound like this song i don't really like these other people who i'm hearing like carlay and hydora uh wasn't really feeling their sounds at all and again like the songs that i picked that i could really stand had other people who already knew like gun and little baby or a little uzi vert on it so it was just kind of a pass for me and i also want to mention another thing we also have two other members in gi black and chaos who love young thug like they are not faking or fronting when they say that especially black so they absolutely love young thug and they were very excited for this one to come out black told me that he only liked two or three songs and i was like wow you you love young thug to death and he said that this wasn't one of his strongest projects now chaos on the other hand he said that there were only two or three songs that he did not like and I was like, all right, that's that makes more sense. But for Black to say that he only liked two or three songs and that was a Young Thug strongest project, that kind of says a lot for me. Some people I just don't talk music with. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I, I understand that. But uh, as far as Young Thug, like I I respect his opinion and what he said that because he usually just hypes everything up. Him and Cal just hype everything up. But for him to say that it's only two or three songs that he could uh he could actually stand, I was like, hmm. All right, then I guess I'm not wrong as well with my opinion on this even though again i'm not really the biggest young thug fan anyways but uh for this one i was like yeah i, I guess man because i kind of felt the same way only like two or three songs so uh yeah again just more of the same for me not really anything to, to dissect or break down on my end everything really sounds the same for these new people who he's trying to put on i'm not feeling them at all so if one of them gets popping i mean i'm, I'm not going to be upset but i don't feel like any of them are talented enough to really break through in my opinion especially over young thug or, or the other people who i mentioned who you may know so it's uh it's, it's gonna be a path for me man it's definitely gonna be a path for me so what do you think about this was luck um like you said i went into it with an open mind because um just like you i am nowhere near like remotely close to a fan i'm the furthest thing from a young thug fan the first thing I'm a young thug fan. It's just true. I don't hate him. I just, I'm just not a fan. That's I'll just say. And when I listen to it, I listen to it. I was crazy. I listened to it twice. I listened to it twice just to try to take something, something different from it. Or so I won't be like, well, I just wasn't paying much to it or something like that. So I gave it the proper respect and actually listened to it twice. And um, it was too much auto to. It was too much of that. It was like one song, a lot of songs sounded just like the song previous to it. It was just, it was nothing really. Only, all I say is, look, I'll just, I'll get right to it. I only like one song on the album that, that really, that, like, I caught myself, like, bobbing to it, like, just flowing with it. And that was that Chanel. Mm-hmm. That was the only song, that was the only song on the album that I liked. And, and nothing, I'm not going to sit and say I hated everything and, everything else it was just that was just the only song that i could think of that i actually like that song had a nice little bop to it you know what i mean i call myself you know bobbing my head you know saying moving my fingers to it and stuff so i give him credit for that but i'm nowhere near and like the people that he had on the on that with him nah i'm good yeah yeah pretty much so like like i said like when i heard black say that i'm just like dang i want to do other young thug fans feel the same way that he does but then like chaos gave a different opinion i'm like Ugh. i i'm still like on the fence i don't know how people collectively feel about it but i know like riffy talked about it with my chat when this came out and they were kind of like nah I'm, I'm good on that as well uh again i don't know how many like super young thug fans that we have beside black or chaos they like follow us or whatever but they were just kind of like meh as well and i know the av smooth he was like why you made me listen to this it's a chore to listen to as well so i don't know i just feel like you have to be a young thug fan or you have to like this certain sound in order to like fully i guess understand or, or be able to digest it without it being a chore to your ears i'm just i'm good on it i'm not i'm not saying the young thug is not talented because again i feel like here and there he does shine on like other people's stuff but again i like young thug more as a featured artist rather than a person who's doing his own thing and again like this album i'll give him 
a pass, like a very small pass, just because I feel like it's more of a collaboration album. I just feel like he's just trying to put people on. And again, I'm not mad at him for using his position for trying to put these people on, but it also looks bad on you because again, like this, you didn't really name this a collaboration project. It's it's yours. So for the people you put on, I mean, you got to take fault if like the people ruined your stuff or the people really, the people were listening to it really weren't feeling it. Yeah, yeah. If you're not pulling your weight on it. If you're not strong on the uh, on the features, then it's looking bad on your part, even if you did good on it. So, uh, I mean, if I had to give the score out of five, I got to give it a 1.5. Like, it was just not enjoyable at all. I was expecting a little bit more, especially in the production aspect, but I didn't even really get that. I got, like, some really, really slow records or, or just records that just sounded the same. They just blended together. I typically don't really, like be so critical about the production on these type of albums like especially like the Atlanta artists because I know how it is like I mean Gucci Mane is one of my favorite Atlanta artists but I know like he puts out so many projects that they're going to sound the same I understand it but uh but for Young Thug like I just I don't really like him as much as I like other other artists so I give Gucci Mane more of a pass for that because I mean he's a legend in the game what hold up did you just say Gucci Mane is your favorite Atlanta artist yeah as far as like putting other people on, like Gucci Mane, I'm not. Oh, saying, okay. Yeah, I thought, I thought I ain't hit the rest of that. No, I'm not I'm talking about like period. Alive. No, I'm not talking about period. Obviously not, because that's that's a whole Boy. different story. <laughs> and we're and we're also talking about like trap artists. I'm not. I'm, oh, not, talking, okay. I'm not talking about overall. It's a yeah. I I put you know Ludacris and and you know Outkast in different categories. Not not my things. But I'm talking about as far as like the trap scene and and who put who on. Like Gucci Mane is. Like he puts so many people on, it's it's ridiculous, and he doesn't get enough credit for that. So I like Gucci Mane way more than than I like Young Thug as far as trap artists, and I don't know, man. Like, credit. In I, this case, we sound like Blame. <laughs> Damn. Uh, uh-huh. uh, he did put Nicki Minaj on, right? He did put Nicki on. Yeah, he did put her on, but I she blame Gucci. she changed her whole sound too. I'm not I'm not gonna blame him for that. Uh, but yeah, like I I just keep trying to give Young Thug more chances and and nah, he just as a solo artist, I ain't I ain't really feeling them like like I thought I would. So and he gets a one point five for me. Uh, what about you? Uh, I gave it a two. Mm-hmm. I, I gave it a two because I, I was I was just, I felt like being nice because I, I definitely started to give it that one point five. But uh, yeah, I, I just gave it a two because listening to it twice i didn't hate it i didn't go into it hating it as much as i thought i would but it was a lot of times i would listen to it. i'm like man, the hell am i listening and i guess like you said the whole uh putting people on route i ain't mad at that at all because i mean not like he's ever gonna be in that that realm but you say gucci i i think of like if the, the the stuff i would listen to i would i would think like when you put stuff like putting people on and putting them all on an album i think of like jay-z's the dynasty album where you had uh you know like chris and neve freeway you know introduce you to freeway and you know saying other people like that mm. so I, I don't have a problem with artists doing that because without that happening it was a lot of people you wouldn't have never heard of and look at like even further back like big you know without him bringing out junior mafia you would have never heard of little c's and little kim you know so it, i don't have a problem with artists doing things like that it's just if the quality of the rhymes aren't aren't really that good, you gotta, you know, that's what a producer come in. It's like I always say, it's a difference between producers and beat makers. A real producer put her ass back in the booth, say, hey man, I'm gonna need you to do this over. This don't sound too hot. I mean, I need I need more from this. So beat maker just gonna send you a beat and get paid for it. So yeah, so I think you know, I just think the effort wasn't what I think the potential wasn't really reached from some of these guys because you could tell a couple of them are all right in a sense, but. It just it just wasn't a good mesh to me. It just seemed like people were just on a song just to be on a song. Yeah, and that's what I definitely don't like. You got to be able to shine in some form or fashion in your in your own right. You can't just let Young Thug just outshine you just because it's Young Thug and it's his stuff. And, and that that's one of the uh, forty eight laws of power. You know, saying never outshine the master, but you trying to come up, you gonna have to you gonna have to do it. Yeah, <laughs> you gonna have to do it if you want to be noticed. You're going to have to do it. Yeah, so I just I just didn't get enough from the other people on here, and and again, like it's just kind of like just one of those throwaway type of things for me. Uh, I didn't really take this too serious once I really found out what it was. I looked at the track list and I'm like, yeah, this is this is Young Thug and Friends. It's a collaboration album. It's just trying to put them on. So like I said, I can't really fault them, but 
again like if if i had a chance to listen to some of their individual stuff i probably wouldn't i probably would have to skip it's not enough uh, for me that would make me go and listen to any of them individually so it's what it is i get a 1.5 and flight gave young thug a generous two a generous two <laughs> a generous yeah, two right. for slime language so, so that is it is what it is for that one next we have amine or amine however the hell you want to pronounce your name because i know like every, he always has like controversy because everybody wants to call him anime because that's i guess it's just a habit looking at it but it's amine and uh it's his second official studio album uh 1.5 so uh, again like for amine I remember when Good For You came out last year. I wasn't really a fan. I definitely gave it a listen. But it felt like it was not really so much a rap album. I felt like he was trying to do a little bit more singing on here as well. uh, To try to appeal to a different genre. And for him, I just didn't really feel it how I... uh, I didn't feel the album how I thought I would. So I kind of just threw it on the side and never listened to it again. And I was worried because I thought that 1.5 was going to be the same way. But, man, I was pleasantly surprised, man. Because, like I said, I'll say this a million times. I'm a production first type of person. If the production does not reel me in, I'm not even going to listen to the lyrics. But I would say almost every single song on here had great production for me. And I was like, man, like I put like at least like a good... Out of the 13 songs, I probably put a good, like, 7 or 8 on my playlist alone. So, for that being said, man, like, for that to happen to me, I was... It must be good. It definitely must be good if I did that. Um, so, again, for this album, it has 13 songs total. Features from Gunna, G Herbo, and Rico Nasty. He's only had three features uh, out of 13 songs. So, you definitely had to be a strong person by yourself. And my favorite songs on here, if I had to choose, would be Hiccup reel it in and shine uh yeah those are my favorites but again i would like to say like i probably was like four songs in and i was like yo like this sounds so different for me like i didn't think that amina could really spit like that because again i didn't get i didn't really get how strong his actual delivery and, and, and lyrics were when i heard his last album good for you but when I heard 1.5, I was like, yo, like I'm getting a totally different type of feel. I didn't know that you had this in you. I could see why you ended up being a freshman. And as long as he keeps doing stuff like this, I'll, I'll see him actually surviving a lot longer than I thought he would. Because um, Caroline, I know that was a song that actually got him really, really high. And, and that song was played so damn much. I got sick of it. But with this one, like I feel like he actually had a statement that he wanted to prove on this one. And he delivered. He definitely delivered in my book. Uh, I guess the only thing that I would say would be the weakest point, and I understand like why why they do this. Uh, I don't know like if he has like a a, uh, a relationship with the uh, with the person. Got like I don't know what their name is. But I know that they're a comedy dude. He had like a lot of skits in the beginning or ending of his songs, and I know who that is. I just don't remember the name of, it, but I, I've definitely heard of him, seen him before uh i don't know like if they necessarily yeah, I was trying to pick up on what the hell that was too yeah i didn't necessarily know like if that if that like was a direct relation to the songs themselves i just felt like they were just kind of random with the skits uh but besides that like i really don't have anything bad to say about this album like it was very solid and i was pleasantly surprised with like the entire thing so uh so shout out to Mine, man because like he really came through with the production like i just felt like that was very very strong and uh and the lyrics came to match man so i i was really feeling this this whole album really from from start to finish so what'd you think about this one man i like this one a lot i did i like this one a lot i got like um i think i got like six songs into it and i had to look like what song is this what song is this what song is this like i was like man okay we like damn it halfway through it and i didn't dislike a single song when i got to like track six i believe yeah. So I think I got to like shine. I think once I got to that song Chingy, I was just kind of like, all right, I don't know about this one here, but uh, okay though. <laughs> it's, it, it was still decent though. But yeah. I was just like, okay, this this is the least my least favorite so far, and that was at like number seven. So um, yeah, man, it, I I never listened to any of this guy's music, but I went into it once again. I went into this one with uh, little to no expectation, 
because of that because I'd never heard him before and I didn't hear a lot of hype behind him because if I hear a lot of hype behind him I'm like okay this better be good but I went into it with no no expectation it was like surprisingly refreshing you know it was just it was real really real well done it was well done this dude can actually rhyme um the the, the production was really tight on it um I think I got like I said I was halfway into it before I, was, I heard one song that I wasn't a fan of so yeah this was this was this was really 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 well um my favorite song on that I'm not I, I liked a lot of them but I'll just say my song that stuck stuck out for me was probably the reel it in and I believe blackjack those two uh did the most for me those two songs was like okay this dude is nice when I heard it, I was like okay these, this 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 dude is nice so yeah I know I don't really have much else to harp on about Jay you pretty much covered it all like I I never heard them previously so just going off of my first impression dude is nice okay okay all right so what would you give this one out of five I give it five. a three <laughs> a three okay yeah, I'm giving it a three okay solid in the middle um for this one I would say again like because just getting just four songs in and with me being like pleasantly surprised because I was listening to this one in the car I'm like yo this shit bumps uh, I'm gonna give this one a 3.5 I'm gonna give this one a 3.5 because again I put more than four songs on here out of 13 songs and it was really like I had to think about like what songs that I really really liked on here but uh i think everything was pretty solid so i'm gonna get it from the 3.5 like and like i said before i really wasn't expecting to like this one um just because of how good for you made me feel i just wasn't really feeling that one so 1.5 when i listen to this one i'm like yo this is something different from this guy and like if he keeps up with this uh I, i would be feeling this sound a lot more so i don't know like if he was just experimenting this one if he had something to prove but if he keeps up with this one, like I'll, I've become like a legit fan because I was, I was feeling this one a lot. So I get a three point five, and uh, and Fly gave it a three. So there you go with one point five. I would definitely recommend this one. Um, you know, I, I'm not gonna tell you to listen to something if I don't like it myself. Uh, so I'll definitely tell you to get this one listen. Like if you never even thought about listening to Amina before, or if this is, you know, this is your very first time, or if you felt the same way that I did when, when you heard Good for You. So. There you go, 1.5. And the last album that we are going to review is Stefan Don Secure. Stefan Don was one of the double XL freshmen this year. And she was one of the uh one of the females repping. And um I really have not heard anything from her before I listened to this album, or at least I thought I didn't. Uh, because there's one song on here hurting me which i actually have heard maybe like in a club or something then i didn't know that this was her sean paul? yeah yeah sean paul pop candace and sizzla the remix was on here Sizzla. i actually heard that one in the club but i didn't know that that was her um because when i saw her on the double xl freshman i was like okay like are you just gonna be spitting like i didn't know what type of sound that she had and then i heard this album and i was like okay uh I don't really, I still really don't know what type of sound that she has, but she definitely like yeah, isn't a type that just fully raps. I will say that, or at least I like definitely got an idea. But I'll say <laughs> oh, okay, okay. So uh, with this album, Secure, she has 16 songs total, and she actually has some uh, some AAA features on here. So she got she got a couple of plugs on here. So she got Future uh, again, uh, Sean Paul, Popcon, and Sizzla, and DJ Khaled just talking on one song because you know how he does. <laughs> And then you have Tiggs, yeah. the author, Fecky, um, Halley. I don't know if I'm saying these names right. So those are all her features. And, oh, man, for this one, it was hard for me to even yeah, pick a favorite song, man. I didn't I didn't really like anything going here, man. Uh, but if I had to, I would say both ways. And I was also upset at this song because <laughs> she said one of the same lines that she said in another song. And I caught it, and I was like, "Oh man, why? Why did you do that? I just why you had to go and do that?" Yeah, yeah. I just wasn't feeling that when I heard it. But I would say, like, as far as production wise, this was one of the only songs that I really liked because the production for me it wasn't on point. I was expecting to hear something different. Again, I understand that I just said that I didn't really know what type of sound that she had, but I thought that from the double XL freestyle that she was more of like a spitter, like that she was just one of those hard female rappers. But it sounds like. This is more of like a pop album, I would say. More of pop and and uh and 
you got the uh the caribbean vibes on here uh, especially like heard me so she had that type of sound on a lot of these songs and i just wasn't really expecting that i felt like her lyrics on this album were very basic uh, again i was expecting to hear something a little bit more a little bit more intricate a little bit more intriguing for me and i didn't get that at all uh, especially compared to her uh her uh, actual freestyles and the cypher or whatever that she did so it was a disappointment for me especially with her getting like the features from future and, and sean paul and stuff uh i i was expecting again a little bit more and even with those features i would say that they kind of fell flat because the song with future on there that was like probably one of my least favorite and i was expecting that one to be one of my most favorite but besides both ways, I guess the only other song that I could really stomach is the Hurting Me remix, just because I heard that before, and again, I didn't know that that was her. So, yeah, man, it's kind of a it's kind of a yikes for me, man. I, like I even tried to listen to it a second time, and I was like, well, how am I doing this to myself? I just I just wasn't feeling it at all. So, like, if you're a, a pop type of fan, or if you like the Caribbean vibes with those type of songs then this one is for you but if you're looking for like actual rapping and, and like some some hardcore type of stuff i will say that stefan don is not for you or at least on this album because again like i just said i haven't heard anything else from her besides that and to hear the heard me song and not even knowing that that was her i was like yo like this isn't even this isn't even the same sound like this isn't even really like rapping it's just it's just more pop vibes more caribbean vibes so uh, more island vibes so i'm good on that so again, I I want to listen to it again. Uh, so it was very definitely a disappointment for me. So what do you think, Flo? Um, I'll start off by saying I I think I I didn't know exactly who she was at first, but I do remember her having a song on the uh, NBA Live 18 soundtrack. I think it was called like Real Things, something mm -hmm. like that. I mean that song was okay. Um, that uh, listening listening to it, I first like the very from the very first jump. It's like the first thing I thought, and I hate to do this because I hate when other people uh, do it as well. But I instantly got a Nicki Minaj vibe, an yeah. earlier Nicki Minaj, Young Money vibe. Mm -hmm. Like that was the vibe I got. It was just like you could definitely tell it's some Nicki Minaj influence just by listening to the way she was rhyming. Um, I also got um, I, I wasn't sure. I'm like, is she from the UK? Is she you know Caribbean? Is it, it was like it was a little bit of both in there at times. Like one song is like she rapping, trying to rap tough. The next minute she's singing. You know what I mean? The next minute she got the like the grime sound, and the next minute it's like the island flow. It was like it was kind of all over the place with me. And I don't have a I don't have a problem with you switching it up, but for your for your album, you have to have a sound. Like and I felt like it was she was trying to touch a lot of different things reaching for a lot of different things but kind of missed a mark for me um like i said i definitely like i said earlier the, the Nicki minaj influence was clearly evident um the constant uh bisexual references that i was getting and it came <laughs> it came abundantly clear with the song both ways oh, so like yeah. it was like it was definitely uh appropriately titled um yeah, it was a lot of basic bars in there too and the features that she had in there none of the songs with the features was really like like okay yeah i mean I'm, I'm not a big fan of Khaled at all um <laughs> the the stuff with future i thought that i thought that they would kill that but it was just like meh you know what I mean? the, even the joint with sean paul the joint with sean paul was probably my favorite out of all the features that she had but even that was was crazy I, i'll say that um the my favorite if i had to pick a favorite song on there um and and like like I don't want nobody to think like oh he's hating on these eight no I'm not I actually didn't have a big problem with it it's just like it was just a lot going on in that album it was like I was once I thought I, I heard I was hearing something then I started hearing something else it was just all over the place um, I would pick a uh, regular was probably my favorite song on there both waves was okay and the hurting me joint was okay as well with Sean Paul but I would say regular is probably my favorite song on the album so mm -hmm. okay okay. All right, so uh, what would you give this one out of five? I'm going to give it a two and a half, and I'm going to give it a two and a half because I gave Young Thug a generous two, and I actually enjoyed this a lot more than I did uh, Young Thug's album, so I feel like I should give it something higher. Definitely not as good as Amine by no stretch, and um, yeah, I give it a two and a half. It's, it's like middle of the road. If you're a fan of that sound, then that you know this is more for you. If you're not, 
even if you're not a fan of that sound, good music is good music. You'll find a way to, you know, appreciate it, whether you're a fan of it or not. But I just felt like it was just a lot going on where I just couldn't pinpoint what is she, what does she do, what is she good at. It was like she was trying to do the singing, Caribbean, the UK uh, flow, and it was just, and then, like I said, tackling that Nicki Minaj uh, thing, the whole, you know, bisexual coming out with that. It was, I don't have a problem with her being bisexual or whatever, but at all, but it's, it's, it's cool, but I, I need more. I don't want the whole album to be about that. Gotcha, gotcha. Um, let's see, for Secure, I would probably give it a generous two. Um, again, I really didn't like it at all. I just was expecting something else. Maybe it was because I came in with a different expectation that I'm kind of just taking this album a lot harder than maybe I should. But I just felt like even Nicki Minaj, like even though her some of her bars are very, very cringeworthy, uh, she still like has a more aggressive flow. And Stefflon Don, she didn't really give me that. I was expecting to hear more of like aggressive bars and some more of her songs. But like you mentioned, she was uh, just really all over the place. More island vibes, grime. She didn't really know what she wanted to do on this one. And then like with the features on there, they just kind of fell flat. Whereas when Nicki Minaj's album, I feel like those were more of her strongest points when she did have features on her stuff. She had a little bit too many features and Stefflon Don really didn't. Uh, but she did end up securing some AAA features. But again, like they didn't really help her in her overall uh, sound, in my opinion. So I'm going to give it a generous two, but I would not listen to it again. Uh, definitely would not listen to it again if if, uh, if if I had the choice. So that's, uh, that's what I'm giving it. I just want to hear something more aggressive from her or for her to actually figure out what she wants to do. And this is also criticism that I gave, which is random. She's obviously not a female rapper, but uh, I had this issue with Wale. Uh, Cause I remember like when Wale came out with his mixtapes, always got more of an aggressive type of flow. But when his albums came out, he was more on like the poetic type of like, I'm about to talk to you type of thing. And I always wanted Wale to find what his actual sound was and stick to it. And I feel like other artists need to do that too. I understand like you want to experiment, but when this is your first time giving somebody a listen and they don't even know what type of artist that you are, it definitely gets confusing. It definitely gets confusing. I just I just kind of want to hear one thing. And if that's not what you're giving me, then, you know, it could be for somebody else. But it's just not for me. Just not for me. So there you go. Those are all of the album reviews. Uh, before we head to the next section, again, I want to give a shout out to Director Sigmod and the Hello World playlist. Um, if you all have been tuning in to GI Radio, you know they have been messing with me for a while. And we are promoting the Hello World playlist on this podcast. Again, the podcast, I mean, not the podcast, the uh, playlist on Spotify gets updated every week with a bunch of underground artists. So again, if you are looking for somebody new to listen to, or if you just want to hear something different, I would give that one a listen. Again, like I said, it gets updated every week with new stuff. And on has been on there multiple times. So at least if you don't like anybody else on there, you will like a non stuff because <laughs> it's on this playlist. So again, Spotify is completely free. So even if you do not have your premium subscription, you can go ahead and give it a listen. And I will put the link to the Hello World playlist in the description. So again, shout out to Director Sigmod for not only supporting GR Radio, but supporting Enlightened Sounds as well. So that being said, let's move on to the next section. Song of the week. Song of the week. Now, for two episodes in a row, I went the R&B route, but this time I decided to take it back and give you some hip hop. So, for mine and uh I mean, I don't know how many how many younger people that we have, but I know if we do have a a semi like 20 something year old crowd and older there's no way that you don't know what the song is. No way that you don't know what the song is. So for my song of the week, I chose Pete Rock and CL Smooth. They reminisce over you. Uh, I mean, I just feel like when you hear that, like, like how can you, how can you not like know what that is? Even if you don't know that it's Pete Rock and CL Smooth, you at least know the horns. So like just with the opening alone. Even if you heard this from a video game, <laughs> even if you heard this for a video game, you like, yo, 
I reminisce, I reminisce. You like, yo, like we just about to come with it, yo. It's just about to come with it. It's just one of those feel good songs that again, like even if you were hearing it faintly in like somebody's stereo or in a club or or through some headphones or something, like you just know those iconic sounds. And from that beginning on this song so like man like even if you don't know any of the lyrics if you don't know any of the lyrics like you at least know that part and i just feel like whenever i hear this like it just puts me in a certain type of mood that i'm just like yo like this is this was hip-hop in this like in this like sheerest form right here definitely hip-hop in his most sheerest form and pete rock is still smooth man like if you don't know any other songs you know what this one is and like they just i don't know man they just, they just kind of killed it with this one and i just really appreciate them for coming out with this song and just like being so so iconic uh, so iconic i feel like this could be on the, again like any video game any uh any commercial any tv show like anything like that like you hear this it's just something that you automatically know what that is so you know like he rocks he'll smooth if you've never heard of this man i don't know where you've been at but I can almost guarantee that you have at least heard the beginning of the song. So that's my song of the week. Flock, what you got? Uh, I'm going to go the R&B route. And um, I'm going to go with uh, Slowly Surely by Jill Scott off of one of my favorite R&B albums ever. Jill Scott's first album, uh, the Who Is Jill Scott, Words and Sounds, Volume 1. Jill mm. Scott's an amazing artist. Um, I just remember, you know, hearing that album for the first time, and like, yo, this this is tight. So, and I think it was like a female to put me up on it too. So it was kind of crazy. So yeah, words and sounds, volume one. Who is Jill Scott's album? Slowly, surely. I think that's just a it's just a real chill song, and you know, you that you know, just that chill vibe, yo. Okay. Check it out. Okay, I had to check that one out because I'll be honest, I have not listened to her entire first album before. So, uh, yeah, I'll, I had to get down and listen myself and, and see how I feel about it. But uh, yeah, that's that's one that that you, you kind of got through me for a loop on that one. Kind of threw me for a loop <laughs> on that one because I definitely recognize other songs that you chose, but for this one, uh, I gotta gotta, gotta go back gotta, and listen to it. Gotta have, have a fiance listen to it with you. Ah, okay, okay, all right. So we she, she'll probably she'll, she'll probably be sitting there. Just- like okay i like this <laughs> okay true true so that came out so that album came out 2000 yeah 2000 2000 all right all right so rating the new the new millennium there Definitely yeah millennium so all right so those are our songs for the week now let's move on to the topic for the week and this one came up because again i don't really want to talk about drama but with the whole with Nicki minaj and travis scott situation oh god <laughs> Man, like that was some crazy news. I don't understand why someone would get that upset over being number one for the week, um, for the debut of their album, especially when it's not their first. But I want to ask you, Flock, how important are album sales to your overall talent? And the reason why I ask is, is because Nicki Minaj went on a fit, man. She went on a fit, and we reviewed both of these albums. Now, again, with you not being the biggest Travis Scott fan, even without like being non-biased, when we listen to Nicki Minaj's album compared to Travis Scott's, we said that we like Travis Scott's better collectively. Mm-hmm. I just felt like Nicki Minaj did not have the better album. But for her to be bitching about that, I understand. Obviously, you are confident about your own stuff. But what does, what does album sales actually say to your overall talent? Because... I didn't feel like it really means anything. So why are you stressing over your album sales if you feel yourself that you are a good artist? Because I feel like a lot of artists these days that I feel like are really good probably don't get the respect that they deserve album wise as far as the actual total sales. But that doesn't mean that they don't make good music. I never really go on for album sales, especially in this day and age. It's 2018 and a lot of people or moving to the streaming platform, including myself. So I don't buy albums anymore. I just pretty much stream everything unless I just really, really dedicated to that artist and I wanna and I wanna support them that way and get something to collect. But I stream everything nowadays. But why do you care about that? It doesn't matter how much that you sold 
if you feel like your stuff is dope and other people feel like your stuff is dope that's all that matters it doesn't matter if you're getting number two for that week or if you're getting number one for the next week or if you're getting number one in another country but you're not for the u.s and vice versa i don't feel like that matters what do you think flock do you feel like album sales are very important to your overall talent uh, i believe album sales help the artist get out there and get uh more and more opportunities to be seen and be heard but i don't think i don't think album sales determine how good of an artist you are um ultimately i mean your skills should be your hook your skills should be your gimmick if i mean how many times if i had a dollar every time i heard somebody say that lil wayne was a better rapper than most deaf you know what i mean i would i would man i wouldn't have to go to work today Mm -hmm. so i would have enough money to stay home today but we know that i mean most people that know better know that's not the truth it's not they're just two completely different artists doing two completely different things two completely different sounds and the sound that lil wayne has is you know is more of a what what people are listening and checking for at least the mass of people are listening for but don't get me wrong most death has definitely has a a hardcore fan base it's just more underground and I always say this, like a lot of the underground, like people are always like, well, what is underground hip hop dudes, backpack rappers? I mean, are they just not, you know, people want to say, oh, they ain't good enough to be mainstream. My thing was, I always felt like they rhymes were too intelligent for main, for mainstream music. I mean, they say a lot of stuff that makes you think and makes you have to put those words together and actually think about it. A lot of them, these rappers out now, they saying a lot of basic, basic stuff and people are eating that stuff up. That's because the mentality of now is basically is basically basic and so i can't i can't sit here and say that record sales aren't important because they are because your whole point purpose putting out an album is for it to sell anybody that tells you they don't care if the album sells is a liar you want it to sell but a lot of artists are not willing to compromise they you know their 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 morals i mean and, uh they peace of mind for the sake of record and album sales and stuff like that so they stay underground and the people that's really checking for them they do they make the music for them for the people that's really checking for it not just because it's popular and it's hot right now we talk about that all the time about artists that's hot today five years from now you know you don't remember right i remember saying this about trinidad james five years ago and what's he been where's he been yeah I'll bring up another example, and and this is this is a very very I wouldn't say it's a it's a hot take for real, but uh, for all the people who are huge fans of the of the Bayhive, don't kill me, but I don't think that Beyonce is the best singer of all time. I don't think that she's even in my top five. To of course be not. But you'll have those hardcore Beyonce fans that believe that you know since she's breaking records with all of her albums that she's the best. And again, like, I don't care about that. I don't think that she's, I, I know that she's definitely very, very talented. Nobody will ever take that from away from her. But I don't feel like she's the most talented just because she sold the most albums or she's, or she's breaking records, like, overall. Like, that doesn't matter to me. I can I can name some more uh, singers that I feel like have, have way better uh, vocals than she does. But again, like, ask somebody else who's, like, very, very hardcore dedicated to Beyonce, they'll say that she's the best she's number one of all time like out of all the artists period and i'm like yo that's that's crazy that's crazy that you would think that but again you have some of those people that think they michael jackson some people would argue now some people would definitely argue now that, that Please she's find bigger me than michael jackson. That would argue that hey man i see it on twitter all the time i'm gonna link you next time well, I mean, yo. Tw- next twitter, twitter is full of idiots anyway they I mean, are. people with opinions don't support you on youtube and and, and iTunes and stuff like that. They just talk. That's what they do. That's that's what they do. And that's definitely we, true. We, I mean, anybody that knows better knows better. That yeah. that's definitely not the truth. Like, I mean, I, I used to I used to hear people when I used to work at UPS. I used to hear people. It, it would be like, you know, say like older black, older white folks would be talking about music stuff, and someone would they would bring up Michael Jackson, and there would be the, the the white lady that would bring up Elvis Presley, and I would always say like, okay, that that sounds good and all, but how many people outside of the United States who Elvis Presley was. You know what I mean? Nobody really cared about who Elvis Presley was. Because especially considering he jacked his whole style from, you know, from from someone else. Yeah. And then I was like, you you go to you can go to Beijing, you can go to Germany, you can go to Australia, Michael Jackson be out there dressed up like Captain Crunch and have grown ass men and women faint, falling out. 
Yep. Sold out tours and stuff, world tours. Yeah. It, it was ne- it was never a question. Just because you may like somebody that much don't mean the rest of the world. Because people keep forgetting there's a lot more people in the world other than just the United States. Facts, facts. So, yeah, man. Like, like I said, like I would not just rely on album sales. Because a lot of people, again, this is the only like real argument people can come up with, and I understand why. Because I mean, numbers don't lie the majority of the time, but numbers also do not do not dictate uh, whether someone is uh, is better than somebody else. I mean, I can yeah. I can put you know that into other examples as well. Her uh, longevity helps though. Yeah. But oh yeah definitely she's doing her she, thing she's she been in it since what like 97 so yeah i mean over over a plus a 20-year career in music is is not as easy unless you you got to be putting in some type of work still that relevant still at the top after all of that after all of that time so not discrediting beyonce by no stretch i'm, I'm a fan but yeah, I, yeah i'm not gonna sit here and say she's the, the greatest singer of all time and all this other stuff i, I can name several that's way better vocally yeah and they may not have sold as much because again beyonce is breaking yeah, exactly. records left to right so sometimes your position and being at the right place at the right time that helps you know having the right people around you that helps you know a good a strong management team for an artist is is, is more important than sometimes your lyrical ability or your, your singing voice it's a lot of it was a lot of females out here that really wasn't a great singer that that you know they gotta go hell look at keisha cole you know i mean i never thought keisha cole could sing I always thought she was overrated as a singer, but for a while she was hot. Yeah. Yeah, that is true. That is true. So, so there you go. Again, let us know uh, how important that you think album sales are to your overall talent as well. And we'll, we'll go over it. So, uh, last section, we want to talk about debate time. Uh, so I want to ask you flock and I'll go ahead and answer this one first. I believe you did last week, but want to ask what is the most important part of a verse and i'm i guess i want to i want to say this as far as like just rapping i just because i feel like when we bring in other other genres it might be a different story but let's just let's just keep it within the hip-hop realm so what's the most important part of a verse for you the writing or the delivery uh now i want to say here that i feel like as far as like talent and getting out there uh you know uh not staying underground for long and and getting album sales and getting popular i would say that it will be the delivery um because i know a lot of people that can rap and they're beasts at writing but they end up still staying in that realm of being a ghost writer because i feel like they can't deliver properly a uh, recent example i want to use is uh quinn miller now when that whole controversy came with drake and and uh him writing quinn miller writing for drake when you actually heard quinn miller spit it wasn't really the best delivery it just kind of felt like it was lazy and with him being a ghost writer for drake Drake is obviously a a better suited person to deliver the actual writing that he made for him. Um, and then, like you heard the reference track or whatever, it just I don't know. It just it sounded really weird. But I just feel like not everybody can deliver properly. So it doesn't matter what they write. Like if you can't deliver, then I feel like you're not really going to blow up in the in the uh, the music game. So I would say, like even though writing is important. Uh, nowadays, I mean, it, and it's really has been like this for a while now, but especially now in the new age rapping, uh, the new age of all these artists and stuff, delivery would probably be the most important part uh, of a verse for me or just the overall song. Because if you can't deliver properly, then I don't feel like you're going to you're going to capture anybody and it's just it's just going to fall under deaf ears. You can be the best writer uh in the universe but if you can't deliver properly then that's that's just kind of dead for me so uh what do you think about this for fly what do you think is most important writing or the delivery i'm definitely gonna say it's delivery (laughs) um it's definitely delivery because you can you can be the best writer like you said and you can't deliver the rhymes in in a um in a in a nice cadence a flow then no one's really gonna care um it's it's a lot of it's a lot of people that that has to stick do, do the ghost writing route because they songs aren't as good. It, it sounds a lot better when someone else says what they're writing. Uh, take uh, what's funny you used to do the wrap up every year. Skills, 
take skills. Skills goes was ghostwriting for a lot of people that you may or may not even know he was writing a lot of those raps for. Um, I'll take a take like a, but then on the flip side, take like an E40. You know, he can't read. He doesn't have the. He's not the most lyrical person out here. But he's been in the game well over twenty years, but he just has an amazing delivery. But the way he delivers his words and that slang he uses, it makes you it makes you invested into what it is he's saying because he knows how to make those words pop. You know, in your ear and be like, damn, what was that? You know what I mean? So. It's a lot of. It's definitely a lot of. Um, it's definitely a lot of. Oh my bad, my alarm. There's definitely a lot of. Um, a lot of rappers out here that could. Hell, you take like a Silk the Shocker. <laughs> take him. <laughs> it's one of the worst rappers with the worst delivery of all time. So he he's a he's a victim of both because he like you don't even care what he's saying because his delivery is so bad. You don't even care what it is he's saying because what he's saying makes zero sense because of the way it comes out. You don't want to take the time to invest in what he's saying. So it could go both ways, but I definitely feel that delivery delivery is a lot, a lot more, uh, a lot more necessary to have a, a better delivery than a better rhyme style. Because a lot of rappers that's hot now that not great rappers, they just know how to, they just know how to make them words sound fly. Yeah. Yep. That's all. Absolutely, absolutely. So this one that we agreed on this time. <laughs> Try to hit right, you right. another one that we might disagree on, but. Uh, but yeah, I would definitely have to agree. So it's uh, it's it's delivery, delivery without a doubt on that one. So, uh, that be said, man, that has been Enlightened Sounds episode three, episode three. <laughs> so I was I was like I was like, damn, which one are we going already? But yeah, we uh, that was episode three. So again, shout out to everybody listening on whatever platform is your favorite. We will be back for episode four as well this week so should have that for you by the weekend and we'll go ahead and throw this one up so flock any last words before we sign out my game man boy got it it's time to go make the donuts man i'll let y'all later on the next one facts 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 so we out i'll let y'all later and we should have ab smooth on here as our first official guest so peace y'all be easy bye